Hey muchachos, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Miguel Alejandro from Radio El Nopal, and joining me today is Amalia Mondragon, lead vocalist, and Manuel Canderon, bassist and producer of their new album, Once Once, also known collectively as The Chamanas. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Good. 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 Okay, so just wanted to preface this interview by saying how much of a fan both me and my listenership are of your guys' music. Um, first heard you guys when uh, looking through the Spotify, the Latino uh, indie playlist. I uh, heard you guys is uh, Portugal the Man's uh, purple, yellow, red, and blue cover. So you guys have really hit it off with that one. Yeah, thank you very much. That's really, I'm really glad. That's very flattering. Yeah. So. Like yeah. So. Um, Essentially, that song has introduced a lot of people to your guys' music, um, which in an interview you guys defined as kind of a fusion between this ranchera, uh, fronteriza, and um, dream synth pop. So how would you guys characterize the uh, genre of your style of music? Well, uh, our genre is, um, like, like you said, you know, it has a lot of those elements. Uh, we, we name it Musica Fronteriza. You know, which is uh, music from the from the border, mm-hmm. and you know, there's, there's a lot of there's a fusion of everything here. You know, even how the the five of us grew, grew like the five different members of the band grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up listening to different genres, you know, through our parents or to our friends. Anything from ranchero to cumbia mm-hmm. to uh, to indie pop to you know. In, in any uh, any genre from from the U.S. hip hop, so mm-hmm. you know we kind of <clears throat> you know we just let it flow naturally, and and we didn't you know we didn't want to force the style. It just kind of that's what we enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, recording, and we enjoyed playing together and listening to as well. You know when we're out hanging out or partying, that's generally what we were listening to as well. So it's so that's you know. That, that's what we like to call it, Musica Fronteriza. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just to kind of follow up, uh, you mentioned the band, the Banda Ranchera, and uh, kind of stuff like that. So are there any are there any songs or, or grupos, um, I suppose, that you guys kind of draw inspiration from or listen to maybe like on a daily basis that you guys kind of pull from their elements and put into your guys' music? Well, yeah, we've done, we've done a few covers. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did uh, this one Christmas cover, and it's called uh, Regalo de Reyes, and it's, it's by uh, by the Caletes de Linares. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we really like, I know Manuel Manuel and I really like it, uh, and I think, uh, yeah, Manuel and I are really into those guys, like, and they're, they're like Corrios. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, we grew up with, like, 70s pop music, Mexican pop, like Los Pasteles Verdes, different types of groups, um, rancheras, like I, I, re- I know Manuel also likes, I really like Chavela Vargas, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I grew up with Pedro Infante, and, and so I, I kind of feel like, like Chamanas kind of incorporates music from, from our parents' backgrounds as well, um, and it's just, it was kind of like to include the older population and the younger population and just fuse. And although it's not like a big influence, but it's hidden in some of the songs. Like Amalia and I are really 
friends of Bossa Nova too. Um, mm-hmm. so you can hear some of, of that old fifties jazz from Brazil and from Tom Jovem and and uh, Joao Gilberto and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's you know that's some of the of the genres we and some of the artists we we we, we uh, were really influenced from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, growing up, I also uh, listened to a lot of the same thing you guys listened to with the whole Pedro Infante and, uh, um, you know, Vicente Fernandez, a bunch of corridos and uh, rancheras that kind of focused more on, on the story. Um, so kind of leading into uh, the story, I kind of want to talk about you guys' um, past couple songs that you guys have released a couple of videos for. Um, most notably um, that comes to mind is the Alas de Hierro uh, song that had an accompanying a music video to it so um what was it like uh, kind of working with uh people from autumn leaves and uh making a video uh that told a story like the one you guys told in that uh song um honestly it's amazing working with those guys they're just they really i've never worked with such positive positive group i mean i have but i mean like they're just so positive even when when everybody's exhausted and it's just like things are not going well, like they're just amazing people and they are very creative and they have mm-hmm. just amazing ideas. And I, and it's, and I'm really proud of the fact that they're from the area that we're from and that they, that they, that they display such caliber of, of professionalism and enthusiasm. They're just, they're just amazing. I mean, like, we sat there and we told them more or less. We showed them the song. We told them what what idea we had, and they just like flipped it and made it amazing. Yeah, absolutely. One that video is one of my probably favorite music videos that I've seen in a long time. Just like the filming of it and the flow of the story, just no words, but you know exactly what's going on. I really, really appreciate that in uh, kind of the whole multimedia visual of uh, the music. Um, so moving on to kind of the. Uh, do you guys plan on making any more music videos with this upcoming, uh, with this new album that you guys just released? Yes, definitely. We we want to uh, keep continue. Uh, I guess we we gotta decide the next single, and we're almost certain which what the next six single is gonna be. Mm-hmm. And uh, most likely, you know, we would love to keep working with the bottom leaf, and you know, just keep trying different ideas and and uh, and uh, different perspectives with them as well. Um, but we're still not sure which one it is. Uh, as soon as we know, we will definitely um, uh, post teasers and you know hints on our websites, and you know people can can find that on on our Facebook, the Chamanas, uh, on the Twitter, the Chamanas. Uh, it's actually the underscore Chamanas on the Twitter, mm-hmm. and um, on the Instagram we also post a lot of info there, and 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 of course on our website. Uh, www.thechamanas.com mm-hmm. um, you know and you know we, we'll definitely let people know once something's cooking up in the kitchen yeah sounds great um, I already subscribed to the channel um, any of our listeners that really like the band I would I recommend doing the same you know these videos they well it looks like you guys put a lot of work into them at least yeah yes. oh yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay so now getting to the kind of bread and butter of the interview your new album, Once Once, just released. Uh, I listened to it front and back a couple times. Every song on there, love it. It's kind of this, uh, especially the heavy lyrics on songs like, um, like uh, was it 1111? Um, so I wanted to ask you about that song in particular. Um, 
why does it have that name of the, just the two numbers with the colon in the middle? Actually, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, I think that's, that's like kind of the, the beauty of being a fronterizo is that a lot of, our, a lot of the times uh, different words mean different things in English and Spanish. So once once is actually onte onte. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't make so, that connection. Now I do. Yeah, and so so um onte onte it was it was kind of a song that was we just it was a very special song for all three of us. We all just kind of sat in a room and and um just uh came up with some 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 stuff and cooked it up and and um and then we just all kind of got the same kind of feeling from it. So we decided to name it. Uh, the name of the of the it was the last song that was added, hmm. so we thought we would bless it with that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Once Once. So I also wanted to ask you guys about the artwork of it. Um, remind me kind of of the artwork from the single Dulce Mal you guys released uh, earlier. Um, so who designs this artwork? Because it's uh, amazing. I just absolutely love it. And I know a lot of people they appreciate you know the visual aspect of albums when they come out. So. You know, do you guys design them yourselves? The, the artwork is, um, it, it was done by, uh, on the album cover, it was done by uh, Paco Irigoyen. He's a great artist, uh, local here from, uh, from El Paso. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he has a website as well. Uh, if you look him up on the internet, his, his website will come up with another uh, artwork he's done. And, you know, and that the main uh, face in, in the artwork, it's, it's over... A picture we took from from uh, from the, the setting we did a uh, purple, yellow, red, and blue in the desert. Mm-hmm. It's a little scan of a, of a black and white picture we took, and mm-hmm. you know we printed it and and then we just put it over over that picture. Uh, we, we like a little contrast of the colorful artwork you did with the black and white, but yeah, we felt like it was pretty. Pretty, pretty cosmical looking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very fitting, I, I believe, for the record, because, um, well, a lot of the music that you guys have put out that I listen to has an almost um, uh, a Western vibe mixed with the ranchera story, mixed with yeah. uh, contemporary pop uh, vocals and, and the sense behind it. So just asking on that, um, did you guys uh, grow up watching any of the, the old Western movies or, or the, you know, the pistoleros and the bandoleros? Um, you know, on TV? Yeah, uh, well, as far as I, as me, I, I was raised, but more in the Mexican Western. <laughs> with a lot of, um, there's a big character called uh, Mario Almada. Mm-hmm. And so my dad and I would watch his movies, and it's kind of like the Mexican version of Western movies. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I grew up watching. Yeah, I, I grew up with those two. And then uh, I grew up in, in uh, the farmlands of La Unión, New Mexico which is, like, about 20 or 30 minutes away from El Paso. Mm. And um, so I, I just kind of... And I also grew up with that. Like, my both my parents were immigrants. Uh, so, you know, I was, like, Spanish-speaking, uh, Mexican-American, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of our listeners here, especially on Radio Nopal, um, have that same kind of backstory where uh, the parents mostly speak Spanish and they grew up on everything um, from Mexico and Latin America, but then, you know, as they go to school and as they uh, learn about the world around them, they uh, fuse kind of this, this English um, uh, vibes that um, that create a, a different culture altogether. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that you guys are really capturing it really, really well. 
yeah, we, we live it every day. I mean, it's like, that's, that's the whole notion of the fronteri, so that you live on both sides always. Mm-hmm. You're crossing constantly, yeah. even three states. Like, like uh, lines and like borders. A, like a quick example is uh, I got to drop off my girlfriend in the Mexican side. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I cross over through the New Mexico side, back from Mexico, and then I come back to to Texas to end up in you know, El Paso, so... Because, because if not, then you have to wait like three hours in the line yeah. going from El Paso to Juarez, from Juarez to El Paso. Mm-hmm. Okay, so y- you guys mentioned that um, you guys are were born and raised uh, kind of in different places, um, both on, on both sides of the border. So um, just kind of noting on, on the location aspect of it, because um, I, I know you guys played at South by Southwest earlier this year, uh, which is an Austin-based festival. So are there any other festivals or, or venues or cities out there that you guys really like to go to, either in the U.S., in Mexico, or in any other country? Um, so far, we have the Dia de los Muertos festival in, in Austin in, in October. Um, that's what what we kind of lined up as far as now. And, um, and we're also doing the LAMC next year in, in New York. That's the Latin American uh, Music Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in New York, and I'm, I'm sure we're gonna play more festivals. We still haven't really confirmed them, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, we'll end up in California soon because we have a lot of friends and a lot of followers, family in, in California. So we would love. We're dying to go to California and play over there as well. Yeah, I'm sure, especially like here in the Los Angeles, San Diego area, you guys would have a, a well, you hit it off, especially relating to the fronterizo um, aspect of uh, the culture. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's very similar cultures from Tijuana and yeah. San Diego, it's like very similar to to what, what goes on here. Yeah. Yeah, especially like here, um, a lot of students from here, they do have family. Uh, in Mexico, and it is not not that far. So, just how you guys over there, when you said the um, story of the, uh, oh, I have to drop my girlfriend off on the other side. But it's the same here, where we have a lot of people, you know, driving to and from work and crossing the border every day. So, w- yeah, we understand the the um, issues that go behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. Also, want to talk to you guys about um. Let's see. Do you guys plan to maybe tour um, with your upcoming Onse album? Yes, we, we have a couple of dates set up this week in Mexico City. Um, mm-hmm. We're playing uh, on the 27th. We're opening up for Vetusta Morla in Condesa, Pasa Condesa, mm-hmm. which is a major venue in, in Mexico City and very uh, fortunate to open for them. It's a, it's a great band from Spain. And then we're we're having our show another show on the 29th uh, of August, and that's in a venue called Bajo Circuito, mm-hmm. and um, so that's that's going to be our, our our own show where it's just us, and uh, and then hopefully we'll have some dates probably in in October to tour in the in the U.S. Um, I know I know for sure we're we're going to tour in the U.S. soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still haven't really. Uh, lined up the, the dates exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I saw you mentioned um, that you guys are opening um, in Mexico City for for the band from Spain. 
Um, so I understand you guys have opened um, quite a bit from different uh, bands. So especially you guys are, um, I believe you guys are friends with the Austin-based musician uh, David Garza. Um, yes. Yeah, so kind of on that. David Garza is uh, the padrino of the Chamanas. He's the uh, he's the main he, he's the he's the uh, the person who sparked the band. Uh, I've I've known him for a long time. We've worked on a lot of records, and uh, and you know he he's how I've always made music with Amalia with Hector, and you know it's always just been for fun and mm-hmm. and it was basically his idea for for us to to start up with the band, and uh, so he's the one who he's the, he's the one felt responsible for this, <laughs> for whatever happens. Uh, but no, yeah, he, he's a great friend, and and, um, and we, we played a couple of shows with him, and he jumps on stage and just kind of improvises. You know, mm-hmm. he does his thing, you know. It's, it's, it's amazing to see him play and, and record in the studio as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's one of the biggest inspirations for, for the band. Mm-hmm. So kind of on that note, um, uh, this is more of a hypothetical, but is there anyone, uh, any group or, or banda out there that you guys would really, really like to share the stage with? Um, maybe in the future sometime, or just maybe going out and, and meeting the band and collaborating on a single or on um, a music video or something along those lines? I have a super long list. <laughs> super long. But I, I really, at least for me, like, I'm really into the old... The older generation of Mexicano musicians mm-hmm. like um, Los Angeles, Azules. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I really like uh, Guadalupe Esparza. Mm-hmm. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel is like my hero. Um, You're so idol here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If Chavela Vargas was alive, I would, that would, that would be like my, my wish. Like, like people like that for me. Los Terricolas, yeah. um, Los Angeles Negros would be uh, amazing to to uh, collaborate with them as well. And you know, y- younger bands. You know, we were friends with a lot of artists like Enjambre, uh, with whom we already collaborated. Uh, we're friends with with Natalia Lafourcade, yeah, with Jimena, Jimena. Um, fortunately, we're you know we we collaborated with them in, in the studio. You know, working with them in their records. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can line up something really interesting, you know, hopefully with, with Oro de Neta from Hello Seahorse, Denise. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, you know, there's, those are all our friends of ours and, and hopefully we can do something really interesting with them for, for people to, to listen to. So while we were on that, I just want to ask you guys, uh, the final thing of, um, how, how has your guys, uh, album and, uh, singles been, um, kind yeah. of. Uh, appreciated and and uh, what kind of feedback have you guys been getting from both the uh, the community and uh, national records and anybody else who's listened to Once Once? Well, we, it seems like we're getting a lot of very positive um, reactions. Like we're just, um, it's been really positive. Like just really, um, I mean, and just keep getting phone calls and text messages and, and Facebooks uh, just really congratulating and, and thanking us for for releasing such intimate ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of positive feedback. Mm-hmm. There's definitely... And, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. 
and you know, and and uh, so far we haven't really received any uh, negative feedback or even uh, people criticizing this. It's always important to accept the the critics, you know, and and uh, you know just those kind of comments. But but so far it's been all positive, and so we're really we're very happy. And, and it's very interesting that a lot of the feedback comes from di very different people, you know, all kinds of beliefs and ages and sex and everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, so it's it's very interesting that, you know, we're getting uh, a lot of comments from, from uh, different, you know, kinds of persons and, you know, from different countries. So we're very, very happy about that. Mm -hmm. So uh, kind of uh, mooting on the, the feedback point, um, this album is your debut album, the very first album that's been released under the Chamanas name. But before that, I understand that you guys did a lot of work individually. Um, so why did you guys decide to kind of come together as a group? I know you guys mentioned the um, inspiration from David Garza earlier, but I just want to know why you guys decided to come together as a group and perform uh, all as uh, one unit rather than kind of staying as your own uh, entities. Well, um... I think there comes a point in, 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 at least in my, I'm speaking from my behalf, mm -hmm. and I, I think at some point, uh, working individually, you know, like, it's kind of like community service, like, it really helps you grow as a musician, as an individual, but there comes a point, especially in a place that's so far away from a centralized area or, like, the capital or big cities, like, it's really, it was really important that, that we each... Um, kind of joined our forces to make like a bigger thing. Uh, it just seemed like it was too much work to do individually, and each one of us knew each other locally uh, and respected each other. And we just we just kind of decided to fuse um, our ideas. Like we we liked each other's ideas, and we thought it would be it would be a cool project. And we really didn't. I mean, we went in thinking. This is going to be serious. We're going to do this as a career, but we didn't really know or expect things to get to move so quickly. I mean, I, I for, for my behalf, like I thought this would take at least five years, like mm -hmm. to to kick off. But it, I mean, it it took off so fast, and and I'm really glad that I that I have these these um, individuals that I work with that are just as hardworking or even harder. Uh, like they work harder sometimes. Um, like th th somebody always th takes the initiative and and does their part or does even more than their part uh, to to work and move up and we're just kind of doing this collectively and and I feel like that was the best step to take for us to create something and go to the next level. Mm -hmm. So and wow! Oh, go ahead. And, and you know, and and I just wanted to add to Amalia, what Amalia said, and yeah, I, I agree with. Sir, and also wanted to add that you know that the main reason we 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 like we want to do this is to enjoy the the moment, enjoy the everything about it. You know, enjoy uh, playing for people, enjoy writing the music, recording, and uh, and touring, and and you know being together. You know, in, in the in the in the band. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's six of us, including uh, Gerardo, who's the manager. And so so you know we just really want to enjoy it, and we have. A lot of fun doing it, and uh, and every time we go on stage, you know, it's like a different experience, and you know, try to transcend in people's life in some some way or another. So, 
So that that's you know that that's uh, one of the reasons you, mm-hmm. you start a band and you want to be in a band too. So uh, if there was uh, anyone listening uh, to this interview that perhaps was thinking of taking up either musica fronteriza or Latin indie or really any genre of the sorts, um, what kind of advice would you give a, a starting artist that was just you know had really no name recognition and kind of wanted to get their name out there and their music out to the public? Uh, what one piece of advice could either of you to uh, give to them to kind of start their career and uh, inspire them to do more, um, do more and put more into their music? Um, um, get like, to not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first advice is to love it. Like you got to do this because you love doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it implies a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice. Um, but you know, if, if you love it, then you'll be fine. And just take it one step at a time. You know, uh, start writing music. Uh, figure out who you are as a person before you figure out who you are as an artist. And mm-hmm. and then just uh, let it flow naturally. Like, don't force it. Don't don't try to sound like any other bands or or just kind of let let it flow. And then obviously, you know, it's really hard this uh, this day to sound super different, you know, but mm-hmm. at least you have your essence, you know, as a person and where you're from and who you are and a lot of work, you know, just write a lot of music and, you know, team up with other people, people that can be your managers, people that can mm-hmm. be your producers, people that can be your promoter, your fans, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of start teaming up and, and doing some networking and, and then, yeah. and the most important, uh, play, play a lot of shows, um, and, and just enjoy it. And Amalia? I think um, I think it's really important to compartmentalize the things that you have to, like, all, all the things that go into, into like, uh, an artist. Like, uh, um, don't, like, declutter, declutter your life. Like, there's things that aren't necessarily important. And so the things that aren't necessarily important, that's what your friends are for and that's what your partners are for like they can help you Mm -hmm. i mean don't get stuck on things that aren't important and so i really think it is important to to compartmentalize everything like because there's there's like the there's the meaty part of being the artist which is like which is um you know your your Mm -hmm. product yeah your product your idea your philosophy and then there's and then there's the the rest, like it, it you know, you're, sh- it's really, I don't know, like there's a lot of clutter that's unnecessary. Like, mm-hmm. um, you don't you don't have to always have your house clean. I'm just kidding, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it just, I mean, there's just a lot of things that aren't necessary. Uh, like worrying about worrying about what people think before you even have a product. Like, just get mm-hmm. out there. And priorities yeah yeah absolutely yeah and that not only can apply to like uh, artists out there who are really trying to get their name out there um but just really any aspect of life with the whole how you said uh priorities and you know putting out uh, a product that you think is great before other people uh judge it because if you think it's great then chances are someone else out there does too yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think oh and most importantly i think confidence um, because sometimes people don't like people don't like things the first five times they listen to it, and so you gotta just you gotta push it with confidence. 
And that's when people start, oh, well, if that person likes it, well, maybe I could like it. Or I'll give it another shot. Mm-hmm. And so I think confidence is really important. Confidence and believing in yourself. Because if you don't, no one will. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. We're, awesome. we're reading a book here. <laughs> well, what book is it? Oh, no, I'm just uh, I'm joking with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, I think that about does but it. No, but that was, uh, I, was, that was, I, was, I was being serious about believing in yourself, though. And yeah, I... Yeah, I know um, plenty of local shows here. Um, you know, an artist will go up there and they really look uh, kind of uh, uh, shocked by how many people they're performing for. You know, a lot of new artists and they're performing for like a, a big crowd, um, only a couple friends. And so they kind of get out there. But like, like how you guys said um, about the whole confidence and believing in yourself. And if you think you can do it, you will be able to do it. If you think you can't, you know, you're going to struggle more um, unnecessarily. So it's just about getting out there putting out your product and and hoping people like it and pushing it. Yeah, and just really visualize things before you do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we can, we can see the visuals in your guys' music videos. Just absolutely okay. stunning. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, the I've gotten a lot of uh, actually feedback here that people say, you know, they listen to your stuff and they look you up on YouTube and uh, kind of, you know, I like how music has transcended from just uh, listening to an album is to essentially a multimedia uh, modern tech fest of this album artwork with paired with the music videos paired with the social media aspect of it so um one last question was do you guys believe that a lot of your listenership is um comes from online or is it more from the local scene or is it kind of a combination of both listeners that have come to your music from like Spotify uh, or iTunes or um, any of those other internet sites, or has it been more of an audience from uh, kind of word of mouth and and shows or in performances? Yeah, it's absolutely been online because, especially because it's been so fast paced. Like everything's just been moving so quickly. Um, it's just been both really. I mean, we uh, because of the online, like we have access to it here in the in the frontera and it's usually it's difficult to get access to things like that in the frontera because we're so far away from the capital mm-hmm. so yeah it's definitely both definitely when we play shows we get a lot of feedback from from people like the day after you know when we open up for enjambre or we open up for jarabe pato mm-hmm. uh, you know we, we get a lot of feedback the next day and and uh and uh, so yeah i mean uh, both both ways work for us and, and you know I think any artist nowadays depends a lot on the on the actual shows too you know that's how you get a lot of fans as well you know just performing live mm, absolutely mm-hmm. um, and you know just just get getting into their lives through through the live show and but you know also online you know because a lot of people we can access them through live shows yet because we haven't played in their town or, or in their country but that's that's kind of like a quick way to get to them and so yeah it's the modern day now so it's both both uh both ways mm-hmm. so if uh any of our listeners did want to find you on social media uh like say facebook where could they find you facebook is um it's a slash or backslash, it's a backslash uh, that's the chamana mm-hmm. and uh instagram is the same that chamana together 
Twitter is the underscore Chamana. And, and Tumblr, the Chamana. And you can go on Spotify, the Chamana. And then the website is www.thechamanas.com. And then also, if you have an experience, there's a new app. It's called Hey Hey. It's really cool. It's kind of like Twitter, but it's like uh, vocal. Like there's more like um, it's all um, uh, vocal messages. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Check it out if you can. Yeah, and YouTube, uh, you know, Vivo. We're 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 virtually in any any uh, social media or social uh, platforms mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, which is very important, especially nowadays. Uh, a lot of people consume uh, any media, just not on. Um, like I know a lot of our listenership is online. Uh, not exactly through the airwaves, but just online, they go on. And that way people right. can listen to us um, no matter where you are in the world, which is really important. Yes, and then and uh, September 4th, our album can be physical. It can be released physical, and then it will be available in any platform. Right now it's uh, exclusively in Spotify, mm-hmm. but September 4th it will be available in iTunes and you know any other major uh, platform and and then uh, we'll have some vinyls as well, some cool surprises for people that want to get from us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to the vinyl. Uh, hope to have one here in the studio uh, eventually. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much again, uh, Amelia and Manuel, for joining us today. Thank, thank you, Miguel. Uh, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. So the Chamanas new album Once Once just released uh, exclusively on Spotify until September fourth, where it will be in physical and on other platforms. So any last words, guys? We want to thank everyone who's uh, listening to the interview yeah. and everyone who's following us over there in California. Hopefully, we can uh, come by and say hi soon and and play some shows over there. Yeah, absolutely. I know L.A., San Diego, all these areas. Uh, they would love you absolutely. Thank you. Un saludo, un abrazo para todos. Mm. Mucho amor. Igualmente Gracias. over there. The Texas scene, a lot of great music comes from uh, a like, Texas scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me Ray Vaughan. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, thank you guys once again for being here. And you've been listening to Radio Anopal here on KUCI 88.9 FM. Any questions, you can go to radioanopal.kuci.org or follow the link on kuci.org.com. <laughs>